Are you looking for a trusted property insurance partner to help your business grow and stay resilient? FM Global uses science, data, and research to help you make informed decisions. By working together, FM Global can help you grow your company with confidence and deliver the protection and expertise you need to thrive. We're also here to help you navigate the complex world of ESG. We'll work with you to identify and mitigate risks related to natural disasters and offer solutions that contribute to a more sustainable future. Let's prepare to prosper. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Pooler, and my guest today is Violetta DeRosa. And I am calling Violetta right now because I've been having technical problems. So bear with me for just one minute. Violetta DeRosa speaking. Hi, Violetta. We're on the air. How are, great to speak with you, Cynthia. Thank you. So I would like to do a show about the uh, gun violence in the city of Albany. Um, mm-hmm. So what's your take on what's going on? What's my take? Oh, you know, there's a lot going on. And we have to look at it as it's not one thing that got us here. And it's not going to be one thing that got us out, that's going to get us out. Um, So there's just so much going on. I think, you know, yesterday um, I was at the United Against uh, Gun Violence uh, walk, Mm -hmm. which was so impactful because, you know, it really hits home when you're walking from – location to location where somebody has lost their life to gun violence. So there's, you know, there is so much going on. Part of the reason why I decided to run for office was because I could see these gaps happening. Being an educator, being in our schools, you just see sort of what's happening. And I really, this is why I'm, I'm running, to be a voice for our youth, you know, um, and that's one of the things I've really been talking about is our youth and how we can give them opportunities and create uh, mentorship opportunities for them and just give them um, something that is more than um, what's going on right now, you know? Um, so there's just so much to unpack. There really is. And I feel that, um, you know, there is um, lots going on with people coming in from different cities, and I think that we all have to work as a larger community to help address the issues. And it, the help has to come from the community, you know. It can't be from people outside saying this is what we think we should do. The solutions have to come from inside the, uh, the community as well. You know, it's not only Albany that's experiencing this. There are other major metropolitan areas that are experiencing a rise in gun violence. Absolutely. Do you think this is due to the pandemic? I think that didn't help, that's for sure. I think we had a year where it was some of the highest gun sales. Um, We had a year of complete isolation. 
uh, for many people. We have a year of economic hardships. We have we had a tremendous year of uh, trauma. And so all of this is manifesting itself in this way. We don't no longer how to talk to each other. You know, people are just sort of in each other's faces. And we have to all kind of take a step back and go, how are we going to work together? So I absolutely, you know, it is happening across the country. When we had an incident here in Albany that same day in Florida, two gentlemen got out of a club and uh, got out of their car and started shooting at a club in Florida. It's happening all over the country daily. And it is this culture of guns that we have that, you know, is something we also have to address. So this is what I when I talk about. It's not one problem that got us here. It is so many things, um, so many things, from the prevalence of guns, from the years of and decades and centuries of systematic racism. All of these have brought us to where we are. And so we all have to work together to, to try and move us forward and, and be able to address these situations. I mean, it just... Our children deserve to be able to go play on the street without harm. Um, and, I, and I do believe that we can only um, move forward when we do come together as a community. You know, at the, the walk yesterday, there were so many different groups that were there. Um, but one of the groups that I, that I don't see there, and I feel that we need to reach out and do a better job at, is really engaging our, um, our school district and our charter schools. You know, this is many of our students and many of my students are directly impacted by the gun violence. And I feel that it's important that we bring them into this discussion. Um, and that means meeting them where they are, you know. And so I'd like to see more of that happening as well. And, and, and it's a major discussion. And mm-hmm. uh, I have contacted, as you know, you know, many mm-hmm. of the people that are running for office, and I got back very few um, responses. And are people afraid to, are candidates afraid to discuss this issue? What do you think, what do you think candidates feel about this right now? You know, I can't really speak for others. I can really only speak for myself. And I know for me, this is one of the major reasons why I wanted to run for office. Um, Because I've been a long-time advocate for our youth, um, this to me is when I could see what was happening. And I, early on, I would tell people the ramifications of what we are seeing. We don't even know how bad it's going to be. We don't know the ramifications of this pandemic. Um, And I think some of this is, is, is starting to manifest in this way. And that's why I felt was so compelled. Um, to to make sure that we have a voice for our youth in City Hall. You know, um, one of the things I keep hearing again and again when I'm speaking to young activists is, um, and again, they spoke at, about this at the Speak Out event um, the last week at the South End Market, which was about that we don't have enough community centers, and we don't. We have, you know, there's Hoffman's and there's Arbor Hill, but we need to have more where we can have a center point for our groups uh, to run the programming that they have um, and to bring community together. I've always, I've been saying this whole campaign, it's not about me. 
it's never about one person. It is about the community. And that's the only way um, we're going to work together. We're going to be able to move things forward as we work together. You know, I've been, and I'm telling you, Cynthia, there's so many people when I meet them, they want to do whatever they need to do to help and lend their expertise. You know, uh, the other day I met Winston on Myrtle and he's like, I, I have a direct experience with being on the other side of the law and totally turn my life around. I want to be a mentor. And I'm like, yep, I'm going to tap you for your expertise. I met somebody else, Annette on Stanwick, who's been an inspiration to me, an inspiration to me. And meeting um, Anne from Matilda, who has a background in social justice. And she's like, yes, what do you need from me? And I'm like, okay, we're going to work on this. And we have Susan on Jeanette and Frank on Carol and uh, John on Grove, who is also a conflict resolution um, expert. These are the people in our community we've got to bring together and bring them together with all of the different groups that are working already in the trenches to, to bring forward change, you know? Um, I think that's how we're going to get change is when we bring all of these people together um, because it's a community. It's a community problem, and we have to uh, right. address it as a community. You know, now and when you, we need, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say go we ahead. need more people to keep showing up, you know, more people to show up um, when we are, when there are these events where we're supporting the community. We need more people to be there, to be there and lend their voice. Uh, because also, you know, many of our activists, um, like Tom Edwards and Jamaica Miles and Vicari Fox and Eva Bass, they need that support too. They need to have people come out and they've been doing such tremendous work for the community and Paul Kane and so many that they need, they need to see that, um, that there's the whole community behind them. Let me ask you, let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. There, um, when you go around and you mm-hmm. talk to people are a lot of the people in the seventh ward concerned about the amount of gun violence? And has gun violence affected the seventh ward? Well, I would say there has been, yes. Gun violence has affected the seventh ward. Um, um where we've had you know, we've had houses um that have been shot out. Um, we've had other incidences around the ward where there have been that type of, um, but it's not like what's happening in other wards, you know. So there's been a few incidences, um, but not like we, there hasn't any been, there has not been any fatalities, and so it's it's not like what's happening in you know um, on Quail and First and Third and and in Arbor Hill and in different areas. So mm-hmm. it's 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 not as prevalent. And so, but people are concerned about safety, you know, um, and their well-being. So that's very real. And I think when I speak to people, they're very concerned about our youth. That is the message that I'm hearing, that people are very concerned about our youth and want to do what needs to be done to take care of them. That's the big message I'm hearing, to be honest. I've listened to a number of... um, Common Council debates. I've on mm-hmm. Zoom. I've been to a few in person, 
And it seems like this particular issue is not being brought up. And if it's mm-hmm. not being brought up, this problem is going to continue and it's going to escalate. It's going to be terrible. What do you think? Well, I think I think we just have have to come together as a community. I think there are some things that the Common Council is able to do, um, and then there's other things. Um, and I think you know there were some comments yesterday at the at the walk. There were some Common Council members there. Those who feel very passionate about the issues were there, um, and so and some were not for whatever reason. But um, I think that it has to be a larger discussion. We cannot impose one group um, to to make not they believe should happen. I think I honestly think it has to come from the community, and we have to work together. We really do. We have to work together because, like I said, it's not there wasn't one issue that brought us to this point in time. There's so many different um, things. So many different issues that brought us here. So it's going to take a lot of different solutions to get us to move forward, right? From more community centers, more opportunities for, um, you know, giving people a sense of hope, um, being able to take care of our community, making them feel safe, making them feel invested, making them feel that their voice matters. All of these things, I think, will help us move forward. And I think it is everybody's role in this community. Because ultimately, it doesn't matter where you live in the city of Albany, um, it impacts every one of us because it is our city and we need to make it safe for every single person in the city, every single person. Um, And that's what I feel very passionate about. The campaign is winding down. There's just a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So from your perspective, has running for office on a local level, been kind of a uh, civics lesson for you. What would you say? I would say that it has been an absolute honor. I, if had I not run for office, I would not have met the wonderful people that I have met, and actually, who now I consider friends. You know. It has been amazing, amazing um, to meet some of the folks that I have met. And I, I, you know, I love people. I love meeting people. Um, And every person that has come into my life has been an absolute blessing to me and has made me a better person. Um, So to me, it has been wonderful to see um, uh, the support that I have gotten and really that people feel very confident that I am a progressive voice that's going to help amplify their voices and be able to work with um, with those at a city level, a, a county level, and a state level um, has just been just wonderful. Wonderful, and I'm really honored. Um, there are some things you learn and you go, oh, well, well, we'll see what we can do about that, right, in terms of really mm-hmm. getting down to the work. And uh, so... I just think, you know, there's, it's been just a tremendous, tremendous blessing. I've enjoyed every single minute of it. Our conversations, Cynthia, we wouldn't have had them. You know, we wouldn't have been able to have right. them. And I so appreciate it. Um, 
to, to really share that message that we have to be a community together, um, you know, and I think there's been a lot of, um, you know, maybe there's, uh, it's this isolation, you know, we have to work together. We're never going to accomplish anything by, on our own. And it really has to be about the community and, and not one person. Um, you know, many people say many hands make light work. And, and that's why we need to bring everybody to the table to really hear everybody's concerns. You know? Now, you mentioned a really important word, community. Because of the pandemic, do you think that many people still feel a sense of isolation and that isolation is causing the um, kick in violence in Albany? I definitely think there's a definite sense of isolation still with some people. I think we are slowly, as more people have become vaccinated and CDC regulations have been reduced, I think people are starting to come out again. The weather is better. So people are happier when the sun is out and shining and we get to see, you know, our friends, our neighbors. We get to walk down the street. Um, So I think that is changing. But I definitely think that the pandemic has been one part that, is, is, is impacting the gun violence. Yes, I think people, it's the isolation. It is the trauma. We have many community re- community members that are dealing with post-traumatic stress um, from this last year's event. They've lost loved ones. They've had a loss of uh, income. There's a number of people that have experienced a tremendous amount of domestic violence. Um, there is... Um, you know, that, that mental health aspect that we really cannot discount. Um, so all of that, I think, and again, I think it goes back to um, the, the centuries of systematic racism that really has brought us all to this point. It's not just one thing. It is a number of things, and it's just culminating um, in this, unfortunately, this explosion of violence that we need to take care of. We need to take care of as a community. You know, so from the time from the time you started the camp your campaign, um, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff was done on the computer. Um, do you find that that things are becoming more quote unquote normal now? Well, I would think that yeah. I'll say I started off with lots of Zoom Zoom meeting greets. Um, those types of things. And now, um, you know, when I'm canvassing, people are happy to come outside and and we have been able to have in-person events as well because we're outside, people feel more comfortable. So I think um, things are feeling a little bit more normal, a little bit more normal, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think people are feeling better. Um, In in fact, just the uh, other, over the beginning of the weekend, Friday night, we had um, a, a little event, and, you know, people were just commenting on how good it felt to be out with people, having a glass of wine, you know, and socializing. And so that's very important. And, you know, and so actually next week um, at the 12th, at Delaware, on the 12th, we're going to host a um, Pride event um, at Delaware Supply on the 12th from 4 to 6, just a nice mixer to get uh, community out. 
Um, and you know me, I'm a big uh, proponent of our businesses. So any opportunity I think to support our small businesses, I'm in there. So it's going to be a nice little event. And I think the more we can help to build community, the better we are for it. The better we are for it. And I think, you know, as you mentioned, it's that isolation. So we need to, we're going to have to work that much harder um, to bring everybody together. Mm. So um, did you decide to run for office before COVID or after? After. I will tell you, you it's been something I've, yeah, it's been something I've thought about on and off for the last four years, especially in my role, like working or supporting Capital Women and really um, working to get women elected. We need more women at the table um, and in the room where decisions are made. So I've been, you know, very active in, in different women's campaigns. Um, so now with when there we are in the middle of COVID and I could see what was going on. And um, mm-hmm. at that point I knew, and it was an election year, I knew that I had to run. I knew that I could be the right person to be able to bring everybody together. Um, Cause that's one of the things I'm really good at is bringing people together um, to, to make things happen because I know that we need to make things happen for our community. Um, and, and so that was really my impetus. So when you say make things happen, can you mm-hmm. kind of elaborate on that? You bet. Um, well, it goes from the little things, right, like the day-to-day quality of life issues um, to make those things happen. Um, for our community, we have, as you know, we have a lot of dead-end streets. Um, in our ward, um, and and work to and some of them have not had their streets redone in decades. So those are some of the things we have: sidewalks that are in disrepair, and we have elderly in our community. We have children. We have people who are visually impaired or physically impaired. We need to address mm-hmm. those types of basic quality of life issues. We have trees that are overgrown, um, and bushes and that obscure lighting that impact people's safety, those types of things. So those quality of life issues. But as well, as I said, I'm very passionate about um, our youth in the community. And so to work, um, I would like to see more um, uh, mentorship programs um, with the city. And I think we can make that happen. Um, You know, um, I do have a background in building programming and, and my fundraising background. I know um, that I think there will be good opportunities to work with other uh, community partners to help um, write grants and proposals to perhaps get funding to make things happen that are going to benefit our community. You know, would love to see a community center, more community centers, um, where we can have many of our um, programming and the non-for-profits that we have be able to have a place to run some of their program, their satellite programming. So those are some things, and I think being able to bring people together, we're going to be able to really make things happen. So you, you know, and then also, can, I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you do you think that a community center could lessen the violence in the city of Albany? Well, I think it's just one piece of it, right? If we have an opportunity for our 
our young people and for people in general to go and to connect as a community, I think at the start, we're so disconnected, you know, we're so disconnected. You can go in a room and you see people and they're on their phone, right? They're not even talking to each other, you know? Mm -hmm. So we need to have a place where, and our libraries, which are phenomenal, have become our community centers. Um, But, you know, our satellite libraries might have one large meeting room or some small, smaller meeting rooms. We need mm-hmm. to have some spaces that will bring different groups together um, and also so that different groups can run their, some of their programming um, in those places, in, in a community center. But not just for our young people, but also for our seniors. How do we not learn if we don't bring a community together? We learn from each other. I could tell you... Um, you know, being at Albany High, the kids are always, Miss, let me show you this, and, and or they're saying something, and they're teaching me about things. And then, you know, mm-hmm. yesterday I met uh, a wonderful woman, a woman, uh, Ms. Meyer on Myrtle, and she's giving me wonderful stories of her life. And I'm thinking, wow, what a wonderful lesson I'm learning from this woman. You know, and she was a former educator. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to bring some of this back to me when I go to work on Monday, you know. So we only get better when we learn from each other, you know. Um, And we, yeah. Violetta, uh, when you talk to young people um, Mm -hmm. who's still in school, still in high school, do they express to you, their concern about the number of uh, guns that are in the city, I think that's an important, important issue, young people and guns. I, you know, I will tell you that uh, my students, they are, some of them, some of my students are so, some of my students might be used to it in their community, and they have mm-hmm. not expressed a deep concern to me. However, I will tell you, um, on the day of uh, the shooting by Mr. Sam, I was speaking directly with a student. We were having a conversation, and her phone was just blowing off with text with her friend saying, they shot David, they shot David. These are, you know, these kids knew him you know, they were there, they, they shop, they go to Mr. Sam's. So, you know, it, it's like, wow, for them, the, it hit home. And kids are resilient. And they, they move on to the next thing, you know. Um, and then you have other kids who, you know, they feel that their voice has not been heard. I mean, we have, in New York, we have stronger gun laws. But in general, we don't in this country. And so that, too, is a big concern to them, you know. Um, especially when you see what's happened in, in schools across the country. And so that, it is a concern. Um, so mm-hmm. it kind of goes all over the place. There's not one, um, everyone has a unique opinion on it, you know. Um, but in, but what we need to do is do better by our children. That's what it comes down to. As a society, as a community, we have to do better by them. So we have a couple minutes left, and, you know, as I said before, the campaign is winding down. But I'm sure you could still use more volunteers, more help, more fundraising. 
Um, Absolutely. How can people reach you? People can reach me. They can. Um, you can go to my website, which is uh, violettaderosa.org, and there's uh, a Get Involved tab. You can click that and reach out to me. You can uh, so just submit, just complete it and submit. And another way, which is a great way to get a hold of me, is just email me at violetta, V-I-O-L-E-T-T-A, at violettaderosa.org. Um, I love the help. I would love uh, volunteers, too, who can lend their expertise on the variety of different things. Um, I see as sort of building this board of advisors that are going to help move, you know, because one person can't be all over the place. So you need eyes right. on the ground to help um, with everything, to let you know what's going on and uh, to be able to act quickly, you know. And, um, again, as I said, I've met so many people who are just have been overwhelmingly um, very positively responsive to the fact that, you know, to hearing the message of it's about community. It is about Mm -hmm. the community. It's never about one person. It's about all of us together, you know. So, So, so Violetta, thank you so much. I wish you the best of luck and good luck on the the final weeks of the campaign. And we'll talk thank again. Thank you so much. Absolutely, okay. Cindy. It's always a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. You've been listening you. to Violetta DeRosa. I'm Cynthia Poole, and this is Focus on Albany. And if you like this show, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks, Violetta. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great day. Have a great day, everyone. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.